0: start now. We are in the middle of Perik, uh, or page Hav uh, test on the new volume of, of uh, Renat. And in the old volume we are probably about eight or nine lines down, ten lines down on page Hav Okay, so we finished the examples of a human, an animal, um, vegetable, inanimate, And we brought basically two points. We brought point number one, how the spirituality would, um, or when the spirituality leaves the, an, the animal, human, so then it changes the form of the uh, body to become like an inanimate object. That was the first point that we brought out. And then we went even a step further and we said that in fact, like we say in Shari Yohar Muna, that the spiritual life force is what's going into this inanimate thing in order to bring it into existence and to go from nothing to something. And so therefore, we have to say that in fact, if the spirituality would leave that thing, so then the object would just become absolute nothingness. So then we say like this, So now, uh not only are we saying that the individual uh creations inside of our world as we were, we were focusing on right that we were focusing on the inanimate the vegetable the uh, animal and human but really all the nivraim and all the worlds are made up in this manner the that all of their means their individual form which makes them appear to be, which makes them be, that uh, the form that they are taking upon, taking on, right? That makes a dog different than a cat, which makes a cat different than a dolphin, which makes a dolphin different than a uh, eagle, whatever. Ki is the idea that they are being brought into existence, and their chayis is the idea that they are. Uh, that they are having, that they're alive, that, they're, that they have a certain amount of chayes in them, like the animation of it. All of these things are being created through the Chayas loki that's going into each and in every individual uh, creation. heim bateilim and that's why you have to say that they are completely bottled to the Oraloki. right? Because they know that this is the life force. But Kamo haguf just like a body should bottle a nefesh that we see the similar. Concept with regards to a body being nullified to the soul Where do we see this? So we see like for example that when a person wants to He decides in his mind that he wants to move his hand or he wants to run or he wants to walk or he wants to do whatever that the body is not going to sit there having a discussion with the mind and saying, well, maybe, you know, I don't know if I really want to move my foot today. It doesn't work that way. right? That The foot just automatically, uh, automatically moves. So we see that there is this chayis and this uh, spirituality that's going into the body, and which is, in fact, causing the body to do things and move along the lines of how the spirituality wants it to move. And all the more so, he says that even more so that he's listening to the Ratsun of the soul. Whatever the soul wants, whatever the Ratsun is, that's what it's going to do. Which is the Ratsun is ruling over all the kaychas of the Nefesh. Now, what he's saying here is that there are... Uh, different ideas in terms of let's just take a step back for a second. Just explain what he's uh, what he's uh, intimating here. That there are different ways with which, for example, the kaichas of the soul work together, as opposed to the rotzen and the kaichas working together. So, for example, the kaichas of the soul are working in a way of hislabsches. So the higher kaichas are able to be mislabish into the lower kaychas in order to cause the lower kaychas to be able to do certain things. For example, uh, a person who is an expert uh, painter, for example. So there is the kaychas of, or the kayach of tenua, the kayach of movement in the hand, or the fingers, right? The kayak of in the fingers is a relatively, it's a straightforward kayach, Baruch Hashem, right? However, what happens is that the brain right, is able to be mislabish into the kaychas of the fingers in order to be able to cause there to be a, a, a beautiful output that a person is able to, to paint a picture. Or for example, a uh, violinist or a pianist, a musician, right? Or even a, a basketball player. Right? That a person is able to Use his brain to be able to send the signal down into the hand to be able to shoot the ball in a certain way that will cause the ball to go into the basket, right? Or to cause the person to be able to play a certain uh, song on the piano, right? That is called hislabshus of the koichas one and the other. So we see in that way that the higher koichas are able to influence the lower koychus. But it's done in a way of hislapshous. Then there's the concept of the ratzun. The ratzun and the person, the will of the person, is in more of the concept of not hislapshous, but in a way of like demanding. Excuse me. Meaning that the ratzun is the thing that all of a sudden causes the person to move his hand in this way, or move his arm in that way, right? It's more of a, 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 a command on something that says stop. So, for example, let's use a different muscle. Uh, a child needs to be taught to not cross the road right, by himself. Right, a two-year-old, a three-year-old, a four-year-old, whatever. There's a time to be mislabish, the idea, into the mind of the child. Namely, to teach the child that there's a car that's driving, and the car is uh, weighs uh, you know thousands and thousands of pounds, and when it's moving, it's etc etc etc. It's very dangerous, and to try to get that idea over to the child, that the child will be able to understand it from his own perspective, from his own mind, to be able to know that I am not going to walk in the middle of the road. However, if Chassid Shalom, you see a child walking towards the road, you don't have time at that moment necessarily to. To have a sit-down conversation with him. at that moment you have to scream to the child, "Stop!" That the child should be able to recognize that he has to, that he has to stop at that moment to be able to, to be able to control himself. That's the difference between Ratzun and seichel. Seichel is mislabish. Rotzun is in what he's saying here is in a word of. It, it's like it's like governing in a, in a certain way. He's using the same words. Moishel <laughs> Moishel means to like to be a uh, to be like a governor over something, to demand that this is the way it has to be. Right? So he's saying here that we see that the body is on the one hand it's influenced by the kaiches, like we're saying before that a person is able to p- play piano, right? That a person is able to move his fingers in a certain way, right? That he has learned over the course of time that this is how you play a certain melody, right? On the other, and in addition to that, not only that, but we see, in fact, that the body will be totally bottled to the rotsun of the soul as well, that it, if the, the rotsun all of a sudden decides to, that it wants to, uh, you know, the, the leg to move, that the leg will move instantaneously, Right? So let's go back inside. So he says like this Goof just like the goof is completely nullified to the Nefish, eifin a Chais That according to the tenuah of the Chayas of the Nefish. Right? Cain who Every That's where the way the goof is going to be. And all the more so, and all the more so, it's going to listen to the will of the soul, which is like governing over, al on all the Kaychas. Now, why does the Ratzel have such control, have such governance? And the reason is because the Kaychas are coming from. The rotzit, so to speak, but and therefore, the kaichas, since they know that that is their source, therefore they are bottled to their source, right? Who's what's the source? The source is the the and we have similarly Avriagbu, alav, and similarly, just like the kaixas are bottled to the ratzun. right? So also the. Goof is bottled to the Ratzon. To the extent that even if you decide that you want to put your foot into this hot uh, jacuzzi bath or something like that, you're able to do it. He's not going to hold himself back. Like, for example, uh, most of us have come to gone to Tzvas at some point in time. And uh, one of the Tzvas is that you want to go to the Arizal's mikvah. Now, the Arizal's mikveh is freezing cold. No one wants to walk into freezing cold water, even in the summertime, let alone the wintertime, right? However, when the Ratzin decides that it's going to walk down, right, the mountain in order to get to the Arizal's mikveh, and it decides that now is the time it wants to go into the mikveh, as much as the body is not interested in, in experiencing this situation, at that moment, you're able to force the body, based on your ratzin, to be able to go into the mikveh, into this freezing called mikveh. That's the idea. Yeah, you with me? You got it? And then it says, aim in the cloud. He's, he's not going to hold himself back whatsoever from it. Why? Because at the end of the day, the body is bottled to the nefesh. Because this is, right? This is its chayis, and it's not only the chayis that's animating it, but it's causing it to remain in kiyum. Like we said in uh, yesterday or two days ago's class, Right? that the idea of the body... Right? It knows, so to speak, that once the soul leaves the body, the body is also going to cease to exist. Okay, as we explained a few paragraphs ago, that it doesn't happen automatically. But since the pipeline is no longer there to give the chayas into the body, so therefore, even though the body has its own particular source, right? nevertheless, over the course of time, that body is going to, is going to also deteriorate. Like we said before, by days So through this, particularly, who chayis mahan nefish. That's how he's able to makabel the chayis from the nephesh. Mipnei shehu batul love Right, because it is batul to it. Yeah. Now in your in the in the older versions, what's the next word? Is it kamokain, or do you have a, a, a brackets here? Hmm? Someone that has it? No one has the older version of the book? Okay, okay. I don't know. But so here he says that you have a... Potentially about a bracket. That uh, they put in here. Okay, So similarly we have it also. So that was the marshal. The mashal was of how the body is n- bittled to the spiritual energies that are in it, namely of our kachos and of our rotsun. So we have a similar idea with regards to the chayes that's going on. Right? And here's the nimshal. Komokein is always the start of the nimshal. So he says, laha So you have all the nivraim, all the creations in existence are batl, are nullified. So now we're shifting gears, we're going out of this orbit, out of our physical world, and we're looking up to the upper worlds, right? And in particular, we see the same idea, like we say, by Tzva Now, what does it mean by Tzva so he says like this, All the hosts of heaven are bowing down to you. So it says that what's the reason why the sun is constantly moving to the west? So the west is where the shchina is. So therefore, what we have happening is that the, so to speak, the the, the sun is constantly moving in a westward way. And the fact that the sun moves from east to west in this manner, that is the way it is, so to speak, bowing down to its source. Namely, to the Shekhinah. That's the way it is with all the stars. And all the planets and this... uh, the Rambam writes about different, so to speak, circles or or, or, or balls of of different um, movements in the upper in the in the, uh, in the heavens. They're moving from the whole east to the west. However, he says, even though individually they might be really moving from west to east. That's like almost like if you can imagine like a ball like that you throw in a backwards manner, like in front of you, but like you spin it. So this ball is spinning towards you, right? Even though you're throwing the ball f- away from you. So you spin it like this. So on the one hand, it's spinning towards you. On the other hand, it's moving away from you. And then what happens when it bounces? When as soon as it bounces, it bounces back towards you because that's the way it's spinning. But the movement is going in that way. So that's what he's saying here is going on in the habits. <laughs> Nevertheless, their whole energy goes from east to west. <laughs> because the Shechina, or in the terms of, um, of where exactly it is from coming from the Seder Malchus is so to speak in the west. The West is the idea of Malchus. And we know that Malchus Vatzilus is the energy, is the source of the energy that's coming into the worlds to give life into the worlds of Priyitzir and Asiyah. That's where it's coming from. That's what it means that they're all moving or, or uh, going in a circle towards the West. Because that is, so to speak, they're bowing down in their bitl to the source of their chayas. What is the idea of bowing down? Bowing down is the concept of mavatling oneself, right? So the idea here is that they're mavatling themselves because they want to get more chayas. They want to get where their highest is coming from. Where is the highest coming from? Their chaias is coming from Malchus Datsilis. And we see the same thing in tzvah Ha'aretz. What does it mean? that really everything is bottled to the Haiya The distinction is that in the in the earth itself, even though it has that same point that it's bottled to the source. Namely, the source of its energy. We don't see it as clearly as in the in the in the uh, planets and the stars and the sun. is <speaking> but in truth, it is this way. Like we see in ourselves, <speaking> in <Hebrew> just like we see in our own bodies, that the body itself is bottled to the Chayas and the Nefesh. So that's how we see in all the creation, the doime, that in the inanimate vegetable and animal, sheheim, right? Just like we see in a human being that this is the way it is. And similarly, we see the exact same thing in everything around in the physical world. Good? Baiter. And through this, this is their main chayis, like it says, the fear of God is, is the source, this is the life. That through the yira, through the fear, through the bittal, that's how they get their life. If they get how they get their life, then that's how they stay alive. That's the basic concept here. So we have to say, if that's the case, the malachim, which know their life uh, source, they are going to wind up living for longer or have a greater chayis than a person. Why? Because at the end of the day, their bitl is greater than the bittal of a human being. A human being doesn't necessarily mevatel himself to the abishur's life force. But a Malach, we know for sure he does. And we see that the punishment for death only came about through the, from the Chey Dei Tzadas. However, if the person, if human beings would have been in the state of Bittal, like the way it was before the sin of the Eitz which would have been the concept of complete Bittal, sort of like a Malach, then all human beings would have wound up living 6 thousand the 6 thousand years of creation that's the idea here why because the bitl in the creation is the cause for their highest the cause for the kium. that's how it works. And since that all their and all their is coming from just like they're just like they're nullified to that's how they're going to become more of a vessel for the godly life force that's supposed to be going inside of them that's how they're going to stay alive now let's go back to our original discussion. We started off this whole meditation, right, with the with the idea that a person has to ra'e to see right, life and goodness, as ma death and evil. Right, He's going to choose life. So what is that really meaning? So now we see what it's meaning. Yeah? That this concept, the way we've now drawn it out over the past three classes in this whole meditation is something that a person could see with his own two eyes. Okay. So you're going to say it's physical. Not for, okay. The bottom line is he sees with his own two eyes because at the end of the day when we look at ourselves like it says the Marshall that from my flesh I will see Hashem that when a person looks at this example how things work in his own self he could understand and he could see that that is just a microcosm of what's happening in the greater globe that just like my body is bottled to my soul so the whole world is bottled to the elokus that's going into it, and therefore, we saw before in the muscle of the body and the soul that when the soul leaves the body, the body just dies; it's, it becomes an inanimate object. It's no longer alive. In the same way, right? The whole world has elokus running through it, and that elokus that's running through the world is what is keeping it, is what is keeping it in existence. And therefore, if the person, right, a person that is a healthy person, right, his body is going to be totally bottled to the soul. For example, chas Shalom, right. Let's say a person breaks his arm or breaks his uh, foot or something like that. That is a situation where the body is no longer able to be a kli for the for for the chayis, for the chayis that's going into it, and that's why you can't. Just move around your foot when you break your foot. Because now the body is no longer a cleave for it. And therefore it's no longer bottled to it. And therefore it's not able to move. It's not able to be alive with then You can't walk on it, etc., etc., etc. So this is the idea here. Just like a person, when he looks at himself, he feels the same exact idea. Therefore, you could also understand it in the greater scheme of things, with regards to the world, that the whole world is bottled to the chayis al-ki that's going into it. And the more bottled that he is to the chayis al-ki that is going into it, so then that is going to that is going to make it more alive, so to speak. And that is the real life. Good? Everyone's good? Everyone's with me? All right. So let's hold here for today. I forgot to put up the uh, the... Shear from yesterday, I'll put both of them up right now, Mitzah Shem. Okay.